Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. It is 7.21. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning. We continue our discussion around yesterday's event. During the day, I was exchanging messages with Lupe Mayakiso, who was there, visibly, visibly shaken by what he was experiencing. He joins us this morning. Lupe, very good morning. How are you feeling this morning? Good morning, Howard. I'm good, but just a little bit distressed at, at, at where we're going with our right to peaceful protest in this country. Mm. So, so uh, tell us in your words, what happened yesterday? Um, there was a prayer gathering, Howard, that had been scheduled for half past two. Permission had been obtained, even though I wasn't involved in, in getting that. And from what I understood from the police, the pro-Palestine group then applied, they had marched on, on, Saturday, on, Friday, on Saturday. Mm. They then applied for permission to also hold a gathering at the same place. It was obviously denied, and they were told, you can't have it. So yesterday, I made my way um, after attending a Witsu event at Murray Road, Shulm, and I thought, let me go to this event early and see what's happening, because I could see people walking along the promenade holding uh, Palestinian flags. When I got there, there was an area that was demarcated that was to be used for the prayer gathering. But around it, there were groups of people sitting, uh, mostly Muslim people in picnic chairs, you know, waving flags, and they mm. were kind of all gathering and congregating. So I walked up to the policeman and I said, what's going to happen? You know, there's permission. And he said, look, these other guys have been denied permission. They claim they're picnicking. And, and we know they are not. So I said, so what's the plan? He says, no, you know, we'll, we'll keep them off. And then within about 30 minutes, that group got bigger. And I'm quite distressed because even the mayor was on, on another radio station now claiming that only a hundred people uh, were pro-Palestine arrived and it was well over a thousand. Yeah. So and News 24 reported over a thousand this in, in a report I yes. read this morning. Well, the mayor is saying the police said a small group came to disrupt. It wasn't a small group. So, Howard, this group then started to form and, you know, move towards the stage. The police then, with um, shields, formed a line, two lines, to, to block them off. And I was in constant dialogue with the police, and I said to them, this won't work. You need to move these guys off. And they said, no, we'll, we'll keep order. We'll keep the two groups apart. I said, how on earth do you plan to mm, keep two groups mm. about a meter apart? I said, this is a recipe for disaster. Anyway, the groups, the group getting, getting bigger and bigger. And this was at least an hour and a half before, you know, the other group was supposed to arrive, our group. Eventually it got hostile. You know, the, the pro-Palestine group uh, would say to you, you're either with the pigs, meaning on the side of Israel, or you're with the human beings. And they kind wow, of kept wow, taunting wow. people like that. And, you know, it was best to keep quiet because constantly, I mean, the posters were there, F Israel, this and this. I mean, they were vile and they were just baiting people. Things then got heated when about three or four guys arrived holding Israeli flags. And where the police then had this wrong, they were facing a bigger crowd. But when you came to the area, you walked in from behind the police. So they then, um, a couple of guys, I think, with the Hezbollah flags and a few that looked like ISIS black ones, they stormed and chased these guys and, and ran onto these, these guys, grabbed them and uh, ripped T-shirts and flags. The police tried to intervene. And it was it was mayhem, and then eventually stand grenades were used. But I can tell you now, I mean, it made no difference. The, I've never been near stand grenade. It was loud, but it didn't do anything to the crowd. I mean, they'd fire these things, and the crowd just kept going. So it it, it just gradually, you know, how it got worse and worse until at one stage the whole area was encircled 
by um, pro-Palestinian supporters. And I kept saying to the police, how do you even hope that people are going to actually gain access to this area and protest? They, they just simply refused to, to disperse them. And eventually when, when they used water cannons, it, it, was, it was quite bizarre because they used water cannons and the stand grenades and the crowd didn't run. I mean, they started pelting the police with rocks. There were bits of wood. I don't know where they came from. And uh, th- these were hold of the police. The police were, in a, you know, an epitome of restraint. Didn't fire, didn't do anything and just, you know, hid behind the, the shields. But you could see that they'd lost the situation, you know, a long time ago. And interestingly, Mandela Mandela was there. So mm. when he shoved them to the front, then the water cannon stopped. But, That's but a pity. I think the police. That's a pity. Yeah. Because yeah. I think police, he could have done uh, with a good, a good dosing of, of, of water. Because if, if he's working up, he's working up the crowd, why should he be treated differently to, to yeah. anybody else? If he can't respect the constitution and he refuses to stand down and, uh, he confronts the police, why should he be treated differently? Yeah. And it was quite aggressive. I mean, but when they managed to charge, eventually they got onto the, onto the stage. Which had been set up for the prayer, and they were shouting Allah Akbar and everything else. And I mean, the police just had lost it. Eventually, more reinforcements arrived, um, and I went to the, to the to the police to speak to them. And they they spoke to us, and I said to them, "Guys, what's happening?" And they said, "Look, we've been summoned from as far as Kailicha. Nobody told us why we're coming, what it ha- what was happening. Not even on the radio. When we got here, we find there's a riot, and there was an argument. So half the police were saying we're not trained for riot duty. We don't even have the shields, and they were saying, no, you guys form a barricade. We're not forming it. So, you know, I was, I was listening to them having this discussion, and a few of them said to me." It's surprising the crowd hasn't been dispersed. And I mean, you know, several made the comment that had this been taking place in a township, they would have run out of rubber bullets by now and stun grenades. But for some reason, the police were just not interested. So eventually I went to one who was senior and I said, okay, so these guys have taken over this, the, the whole uh, area of the stage. They have no permit. We had a permit and we can't hold a rally because we've been told that our you know, it's cancelled by the police. I said, what's, how is this going to end? You know, are you going to disperse them? And he said, no. And I said, then what? He says, well, we don't know. We'll just see what happens. I so it was most extraordinary that you could have a permit and that could be violated and SABs would literally fail, you know, to protect your right to, to protest. And it's not as if the situation, you know, dynamically got out of hand. You could see, Howard, that it was just building up slowly and SABs had no interest. But I think the positive thing for me out of this mess is that people saw the intolerance. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask them. you. Surely, surely that doesn't convince anybody that that uh, that Hamas slash ISIS slash Palestinian because it was all conflated there, wasn't it? Uh, surely, it doesn't convince anybody that this is a peaceful cause. No, I think, you know... Which is quite sad, by the way, for the Palestinians, because they deserve better. Look, the group that was opposing us wouldn't have seen anything different. I mean, I try to engage the few people in between being insulted, you know. The usual thing is, you know, Mm, what a mm. disgrace. You're an African and you're standing with the Jews. Um, The few people I engaged with um, couldn't explain their position. I mean, one woman, I said, so from the river to the sea means what? She says, now it means we'll live side by side. I said, excuse me, how when you said from the river to the sea? You know, so there were a lot of people who were confused. But a lot of the public kept saying... You know, this is shameful. Why are these guys so intolerant? But the, the, the tragedy, Howard, is that that group didn't see themselves as intolerant. To them, they were victorious. They told themselves that they would disrupt us, and they succeeded. 
And I think that for me is an alarming issue. So as much as they were shown to be to be willing to, you know, to be aggressive to fight, it will embolden them because they've seen that SAPS has no interest in intervening. And that for me is is is, is the tragedy because even listen to the city, the city is trying to downplay it and say it was only a handful of people. I mean, it wasn't a handful. It wasn't a handful. And you 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 kind of feared for your safety. So in the end. Even standing in the middle wasn't an option because you just knew that you wouldn't be able to leave. I mean, Barry, who was the organizer, had to be escorted by the police to his car. And um, the moment they found anything with an Israeli flag, I mean, people just thuggishly grabbed at it and tore it and stamped on it. It was it was vile. It was vile. But, you know, you didn't feel safe. Many uh, pastors called and I just said to them, listen, turn the buses around. They'd started blocking the buses anyway. And I said, it's mm, not worth mm. bringing people here. No, definitely you know, not. Definitely not. You can't bring you can't bring people. You can't bring more people. Can you imagine that's then it's uh, then it can turn into the, the most terrible, terrible situation. It could have been a lot worse. It'll be interesting to see the the Christian community response to this. Yes, look, I mean, remember, they arrested four people, apparently, and some of them, I saw a report saying, you know, they confiscated some guns, but the crowd apparently marched after I left, because I left at about four, the crowd then marched to the police station, apparently, where their members had been had been arrested, and I think that's the issue for me, is they were able to march in their thousands, and nobody interfered with them, but somehow... In, in, in this zealotry of their cause, they don't see anybody's right. I mean, the constant refrain was, you don't have the right to express your solidarity for Israel. You know, there was a, a placard saying, Zionism is destroying Judaism. I don't know how, but their, their view was, you <laughs> I love have no that. right they, to Israel. <laughs> they, they, they want to divide us, and they want to create this narrative. Yes. That there's so many good Jews who don't support Israel. We love Jews. We just don't love those that, that Zionist fringe. You yeah. know, it's, so it's, so, so, so yeah. the, the message from them was, we will never tolerate any support for Israel any solidarity, anything related to Israel. So it wasn't a, a case of we were being violent, but it was simply we will not even allow you to demonstrate and show your, your support for Israel. And, and, and I mean, that's scary to think that people can descend to that level that um, only they have the right to show support. And, and hence I'm saying, I think the worry for me is the authorities got this wrong and have emboldened the other side to believe that now they can disrupt any legitimate um, expression of support for Israel. I mean, even a prayer. It wasn't a march. It was mm, simply mm. a prayer. Unbelievable. Luba Maikisa, thank you as always. Uh, it's, I'm sorry that you went through this yesterday, uh, but well done in your attempt at least to, to try and minimize the uh, the number of people hurt at 732.